listening to Squat Club on the Air. Hey everyone, welcome to Squat Club on the Air. Today, it's Luke here by the way, uh, we're going to... And Jaden. And Jaden. Sorry, sorry, I should introduce you Jaden, you're going to be the, the so star kind. of the show today. Oh, I've got now. so many questions for you. So what we're going to do today, we're just going to do, we've uh, put up Instagram question and answers and we're just going to get all the questions off there and give you the best answers that weekend and hopefully that will help you give you some guidance yeah so let's let's get straight into it. we'll be as quick as we can with each question but give you as much must information as we can a bit of a challenge for us so first question how should i adjust my training after hitting a new pb all right i guess i'll start out i think it depends on what you're using to measure your intensity mm-hmm. if you're using a percentage you can just go ahead and input your new new pb as your um as your as your lift that you're timesing by the percentage that you want. Yep. If you're using uh, reps and reserve or a perceived uh, effort rating, then I wouldn't say it matters all that much. Just focus on getting close to your reps and reserve or that perceived effort. Yep. I'll probably just add on that. I think that's great. Is just once you hit a PB, keep going because you know mm-hmm. you you're gonna get PBs year after year, and if you, you're progressing your training really well. You're going to hit a PB and then you just pretty much, well, you know where you're at and you can just keep moving forward in the direction you want to go. So don't be satisfied that you've hit a PB. I'll just say pick a new goal, pick a new target that you want to aim for and then work towards that as well. Obviously celebrate your celebrate your win, wins, but I think that's probably the next step after you hit your PB. Readjust, plan where you want to go. Continue. Yeah, pretty Sweet. much. Question number two. Will you be doing any seminars or workshops soon? Uh, I actually just did one recently, uh, and I believe that we've got a few scattered throughout the throughout the year going into next year. Yeah, going uh, into a few year. coming up. So just keep an eye out on social media, and you'll see posts on what they are, and you'll book in book in from there. Yeah, I th- we've got we already I've already spoken through a few, two of the guys, and we've got a few already planned and in the works. So they'll probably be happening in sh- probably January, February. It's probably a good time of year for people. People are quite motivated then, so. Definitely make sure, yeah, like Jaden said, keep your eyes out for the the posts that we're going to put up and you'll see which ones you want to attend. I think they're all going to be value packed. So definitely, if you can make it, you'll get a lot out of it. Trust me. Question number three, tracking alcohol and advice for making the best choices when heading out for the night. How about you start this one? Yeah, I'm happy to start this one. So tracking alcohol, obviously alcohol is calories, but... It, it is tricky to, to track, obviously, when you're drinking. So what we want to take into account is seven calories is one gram of alcohol. And you can you can, you can can track that. A lot of the times if you're drinking like pre-mix bottles, you can just scan that and they'll just go right into MyFitnessPal. If you do go out, for example, when you're getting cocktails and all that type of stuff, that's when it can be a little bit tricky because a bartender is making the alcohol what how many shots do they put in, how they put in a bit of orange juice or maybe a bit of lemonade. It's very hard to know. You can look mm-hmm. at the ingredients list, but that's when it gets a bit um, a bit hard to kind of manage. I'll probably say try to make sure you kind of account for alcohol in your daily overall intake and, you know, just set yourself a target. I think me and Jaden spoke about this yep. before. Maybe say, all right, I'm going to have three or four standard drinks. If you're looking at being smarter with different 
drink options. You could say, I'm going to have a vodka, lime and soda, which is a typical dieting drink <laughs> because it's going to be less calories. And you're just getting the calories just from the shot of vodka versus a cocktail that could have like anything and everything, in anything, it. multiple shots could have soft drink, juices, whatever that may be. So you can always make smarter choices. And if instead of using like Coke, you could use diet Coke. It's kind of the same principles that we use with nutrition anyway. You could just make those better choices there. A lot of the times I'll probably say it's not the alcohol that uh, <coughs> kills your calories wise, it's probably that kebab that you have after when you're yep. drunk anyway. So I was actually just reading up on it and there is some <laughs> uh, studies to show that you do choose higher palatable, like higher fat uh, foods when you have been drinking. So alcohol does mm-hmm. increase the want for those types of things. So that's probably where your calories are coming from if that's your goal to lose weight. Yeah. Uh, probably not the alcohol as such. Uh, but I definitely agree setting yourself a standard drink limit or accounting for the calories that you consume and taking it from your calories that you're supposed to consume in a day, uh, choosing the the lower calorie option in terms of mixes or just general drinks. I think mm-hmm. that wraps it up pretty, yep. pretty well. Yep. Uh, moving on to, was that, is that question four now? This week, yeah, question four, yep. Yeah. All right, so how can I lose weight without tracking macros? All right, so this is a this is a good question because you know a lot of people find tracking macros hard, or they don't want their their food to be controlled by an app, and every time they eat, they got to put it in there, which is all valid reasons. Now, if you want to be really really accurate, you're probably going to have to track. But if you decide, hey, tracking is not for me, or it's a bit too hard for me right now, it's it's still the same principles of nutrition will still apply. Like you have to be in a an energy deficit, so you have to make sure that you're not overeating and, and you know not moving as much but you have to make sure you just have some awareness of the food going in so there's d- different strategies you can use in this situation so in the past with clients i've used maybe like a food diary or taking photos of the food or maybe just l- portion sizes could be a good one you know minimizing excessive snacking and high calorie foods like a block of chocolate you having an awareness of what foods are high in calories and not is also probably a great start on that point. It's like, if you know what foods are higher in calories versus the ones like vegetables, for example, might be a bit lower in calories, you can make more informed decisions from there. Any other tips, Ruben? I'd say, yeah, having a good understanding of energy balance, so calories in versus calories out, and being able to understand that it's not only the food that goes in, although it is a huge part, Mm -hmm. there's also uh, the out, uh, calories out uh, side of the equation so you can in- look to increase your energy expenditure as well as take into consideration some of the tips that luke just gave where you're controlling your calories in so i think both of those combined or one or the other uh, can definitely help you lose weight without tracking macros necessarily yeah the, mo- the for the most part if you're just aware of what's coming in that's generally a great start mm-hmm. and majority of people will make smarter choices just based off that. Everyone knows yeah, what's yeah. a good food or yeah, you know, yeah. air quotes, good food and yeah. uh, bad food. And if you're just aware of it, you know, if you just eat a block of chocolate and you're not really, you're just watching TV and like, oh, I didn't really realize I ate that. That's when it's, you're going to run into trouble. But for most people just starting to be aware of it, find a way you can be aware of it. You'll probably start dropping weight initially anyway. It's probably quite a low hanging fruit you could use there. I agree. So let's go to question number five. So, what good choices can you make when eating out with friends in order to help stay on track with your goal? All right. 
I'd say centering your your plate around low density in terms of calories, uh, high volume foods such as vegetables um, of fruits. I don't really go into that for a night out, mm-hmm. but yeah. uh, vegetables so and then my fruit salad. Yeah, <laughs> with dinner, um, yeah. getting yeah, a good serving of vegetables in there as well as a solid source of protein or lean protein yeah uh that's where i generally start when i talk to clients about eating out is look on the menu see if you can find a solid chunk of protein whether it's chicken steak Mm. depending on the size uh, and then fill up the rest of that plate with maybe a small small serving of carbs such as potentially chips if you're enjoying a night out uh maybe a little bit of mashed potato but then majority of that plate being uh, filled with vegetables yeah and that's probably the, the thing probably just enjoy yourself you know mm-hmm. what i mean like if you're going out for a night you don't want to be like oh no i can't eat this and i can't enjoy a night out with my friends because you know, it's going to destroy my goals it's probably not one night's not going to just if you just go out and have a you know be mindful like Jaden said and just enjoy the company enjoy the night that's probably the more important thing you can also do things before and after that you could make make sure you make smarter choices leading into the dinner so for example have a low lower calorie options at breakfast and lunch so then you had that little bit more of a room to play with when you come out to dinner as well but there are things you could do before Jaden gave some good tips while you're out and just kind of enjoy the company. It doesn't have to be about eating as much food as you can. You can definitely still have a really good night and not have to worry about, you know, stuffing your face with food. I feel like that's sometimes what people will go down that route is like it's all about the food and you just got to eat, eat, eat. It doesn't have to be like that. You can still stay on track with your goals and enjoy good company, good food and get back on track the next day. That's probably the biggest thing. 100% agree with that. Final question. Uh, do I need to be doing cardio in order to lose weight? This is an interesting topic because there'll be people that will say, you know, you don't have to do cardio to lose body fat, which for the most part, it's true. You don't, you don't have to do cardio to lose weight. What are you considering cardio? Yeah, it could be like if you mean cardio, like jump on a treadmill and run or jump on the bike or the rower. Yeah, I, so this is where my head goes is like, Okay, you don't have to do cardio in terms of like structured physical activity where you're coming in with the intention to burn calories. But I wouldn't even, in my head, I wouldn't even use uh, cardio as that. I think cardio has a lot more benefits than just trying to lose body fat. Like, yeah, it can help increase your overall energy expenditure, but it also has a range of health benefits. So I feel like we run into problems when people say, you know, I lost weight and I didn't do any cardio. So then you're pretty much saying that, well, cardio is useless. And that's the message that people get. And that for me is like something that I always try to tell my clients, like it's not just about losing body fat. Yes, it can help, but cardio has a range of benefits, including like, you know, hearts, lungs, just even just increasing mood. Like, you know, you feel not great while you're doing it, but after you feel really good, it has like a list of benefits that it can definitely help with. And I think, do cardio because of the benefits rather than just trying to lose body fat. I think that's where most people go wrong, in, in my opinion. I'd agree. I think it definitely has its place. It's just a matter of choosing the right tool in your toolbox. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it doesn't necessarily need to be done in order to lose weight, but it can help mm-hmm. if it should be used as a supplement, really. yeah, It shouldn't be used as the sole strategy for you to be losing weight. I think you'll get much more uh, results coming from 
applying your efforts to your caloric intake and managing that rather than coming into the gym with the sole purpose of trying to burn calories. Yeah, exactly. And like a lot of the time is like, you know, I would like to see like if you're just coming in for like general health purposes and that's your goal or you want to look a bit better or whatever that may be, I think having a balance of, you know, strength training and cardio could is definitely the way to go. I don't think, you know, cardio just gets demonized. Like you don't have to do it. Cardio is not needed and all this stuff. And I, I think that's pretty far from the truth. I think everyone could probably benefit from doing a little bit of cardio, not for the sole purpose because I just ate a block of chocolate. Now I feel guilty. I'm going to go destroy myself on the air bike. It's like, that's not what we're trying to say, but I would sprinkle it into your training. I sprinkle it into my training. My client's training has a range of benefits, not just for losing body fat. But again, it can help as well. 100% agree. So that was actually our final question. So yeah, wrap it up. I think so. Yeah. Uh, If you enjoyed, be sure. I'm sure we'll do another one of these again in the future. Once you do see it pop up on Instagram, be sure to shoot in any questions that you have. Mm -hmm. Uh, Me and Luke are always open to answering anyone's questions. Love to help people out. Yeah. Uh, hopefully you've taken something away from this and, you know, you're able to apply something that you've you've learned today. I'm sure that they are very common questions that I come across uh, with people on the floor and with clients as well. So I think we've covered a fair bit of information. Yep. Uh, but hope you all enjoyed. Yeah, it was really good. Good chatting with you again, Jaden. We're always, uh, always jumping on the podcast. Always. So it's good fun. Good, Always good talking to you. So... Yeah, good job. And then hopefully everyone gets something out of it, like Jaden said. Thanks for listening, guys. All right, catch you later. Bye.